This is a Fubar Radio podcast. For more information, go to foobarradio.com. The Joey Page Show, every Wednesday from 2 till 4 p.m. Hello, I'm Joey Page, and I host the Indie Alternative Psych Music Show on Fubar Radio every Wednesday from 2 p.m. You can also expect a little slice of punk and ska and a few other bits of hip hop and things like that as well. I speak to bands, musicians, and even your favourite venues and record stores. What we've done is we've put together a top lineup of past and current interviews. If you want the full episodes, which feature me babbling on like this and all the songs, then you can find us on the Fubar Radio website. However, each of these special little episodes, which are exclusive to Spotify and iTunes, will feature the best of the best up-and-coming bands, as well as our favourite ever guests. On this episode, I spoke to James from White Denim. I went to see them live, and I reckon they're probably the most talented bunch of musicians I've seen live in a very long time. Also, I had Fling on the show, who are a brand new band, and they're a real proper, raw, exciting bunch of young lads, and it was a real fun interview. From Stand and Calling in 2018, I spoke to Raquel from Dreamwife, and also the most underrated band in the UK, Tellyman. Such good band and such good guests as well. So this is episode five. Enjoy it. Joey Page's full show is live every Wednesday from 2 till 4pm. All right, so we are back. You're listening to Joey Page show and it's now time to welcome into the studio Tom and Pete from Teleman. Welcome, gentlemen. Thank you. Hello. Hi. So exciting to have you on the show today. How are you? Good. It's nice to be in a warm little studio. It's freezing outside. It's really cold, isn't it? I walked here today. I don't know where you live, so I don't know if that's a big deal or not. It's about an hour walk. Are you a mentalist? Yeah. Yeah. Where's that then? Hoxton. I walked along the canal, gathered my thoughts. Was it was it beautiful? Was it a beautiful thing? It is nice. I like it because it's just better than getting the tube, isn't it? It's much better. A lot of you know great writers and thinkers are, would just walk for hours, and that's where they kind of work straight out in their head. Yeah. Do you walk and write? Are you basically putting yourself in the frame to be called one of the great writers and thinkers? Uh, well, thank you, <laughs> thank you for putting me in the frame. There, I, I didn't want to do it myself, but I'm glad that you took that initiative. No, I don't, but I do like to walk. It's really good if you're stuck on a song or something, you're stuck on some lyrics, mm. just walking. Just walking without any distractions is really good. Yeah, it's good for you, isn't it? Generally, like it's unless you're on like busy main roads, and then it's probably not so good. It's for pretty you. bad for you on a busy main road. All the particulates, mm. you know, you feel them going into your lungs. And Apparently, CO2. it's not that bad though. Not like as bad as you think. But really? I suppose they're just trying to get people to walk, aren't they? So they they'll tell you what they want you to think. I suppose. But yeah, so. I'm really excited to have you in here. Let's have a chat, first of all, about your album, Family of Aliens. Can I ask you, first off, why you decided that you wanted to go with that for the title? Like, Is there a reason that you decided to call it that specifically? Well, that was we took the title from one of the songs on the album. Because mm-hmm. um, it felt like a lot of the themes in the record were to do with kind of alienation, feeling a bit alienated. I guess a lot of the songs were were being written at the time of, you know, weird stuff happening in the world that we weren't used to, such as, you know, Brexit and Trump and stuff. It all felt a bit like, what's going on? Like, where do I fit into this? Where do we fit into this? And it seems like most of our friends and the people who we hang out with didn't really relate to the world 
as it was seemed to be going at the time. So there's that kind of angle to it. It's it's like a f- sort of feeling of feeling sometimes like you're on a strange planet. And the family thing is just because you know we are pretty much like a bit of a family in our band. Yeah, and I know that like three of you have all been mates for a long time since. Four. Oh, three. Yeah, yeah, but then yeah, and then uh, <laughs> you added a new member to the family, like when you started as Teleman and stuff. So yeah, for a band. The core of you has been together for a really long time, like as mates. Very and, long uh, time. I mean, we were making music together before we were in any bands. We were just, you know, dicking around. Am I right in thinking that you fun. sort of grew up together as well? Yeah, kind yeah. of. We well, were... Tom and Johnny are brothers. Yeah, oh yeah, of course. Yeah, <laughs> well, I mean, we grew up together, Yeah, you know, literally grew up together from I think birth. me and you started hanging out when I was about sort of 18-ish, No 19? way, we were much younger than that, I reckon. Oh, yeah. And whereabouts yeah. was this? In Reading. In Reading, okay. Yeah, I lower we early, like early. 15. Sort of, that's the, the district in Reading. Yeah, right. Oh, okay. <laughs> Lots of misreadable words, early and reading. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, when when I listen to the album, quite a lot of the time you're talking about other people when you're singing, like Always Dreaming and Twisted Heart. They seem to be about someone or... Yeah. Something in particular. So could you shed a bit of light on that? I'm not I always get a bit kind of I feel a bit cornered when people start asking me about lyrics and to analyze stuff. But I guess like my instinctive reaction would be that I I I've been recently like quite conscious about songs that are always about me me me. Right. And always cuz so many songs I say 90% of the songs you hear about are like oh I feel this and I feel that and look at me and all these things I'm feeling and it's like it all feels a bit kind of like I don't know bit kind of egocentric and maybe look outwards a little bit see now things. now maybe i'm like a bit of a thick the layman right but when i listen like to, especially to those two songs that i was talking about i almost see it as you almost talking to yourself so i don't know if that's what was going on and you don't like to be cornered by these things so i'm not gonna keep no it's pushing, fine but do you know what i mean i was like oh i feel like when i've seen you perform live which i've seen a number of times you seem to be in your own little world, which is really like fascinating to watch. So uh, that makes me think that maybe that's because I'm, I'm, I'm trying to remember the words. Right, that, I, that look <laughs> you're seeing is pure concentration. Oh, well, it looks like, like pure <laughs> ethereal <laughs> magic. No, I don't. I do like sometimes feel a bit cornered, as you, as I said, with trying to analyze and explain lyrics. But I also think it's very interesting. Like the questions you're asking are interesting. So I mean, I'm trying to sort of get to the bottom of it. But it's I don't basically I don't have really simple clear answers mm. i think is why i sometimes feel a bit panicky when someone's like well what's this about and i'm like oh, i can't remember i wrote it two years ago yeah fair <laughs> enough and then one of the like most interestingly and noticeably different songs because of the vocals on it is submarine life which on the album notes you've got a writing credit for pete oh, so yeah, tell us a bit right, about yeah. that <laughs> hey well that i mean it's not to do with the vocoder that i got the writing credits but well, I was just around at Tom's house and we were, he'd started something that was very, it was basically just the verse of the song. And I just sort of had a go on it, really, and added, like, the section afterwards, like, the kind of uh, instrumental mm. bit, I think. Because live, that's something in particular is incredible, because I was like, in a way, I was like, oh, this is, I think I heard it first. Maybe did you release that as one of the yeah. early singles yeah, on an EP? Was the first thing and we I was released. like, well, what are they doing here? And then... When I saw it live, like that was really exciting to see that crescendo build up in that. Yeah, not really a question, just a compliment, really. Thank you. Yeah, it's not all me. I mean, everyone <laughs> no. worked on it, but you know, 
I did my I did more. But I just wondered that. if you so sort of in, what, yeah in Pete, the formative stages of that song, I was more involved on other. So songs. that was yeah, like Pete said, it was a very simple kind of one minute song, totally unfinished. It was kind of more of a sketch, and then yeah, me and Pete worked on it together, and Pete kind of really expanded it and pushed it into this really big territory of vast landscapes and weird, weird stuff going off. Yeah. Amazing. It, was, it was an amazing day, wasn't it? Was, it, it, was, it was epic. And what made you decide to put the vocal effects on? Oh, like, that, are you always like experimenting like that and that was just one of the things that you that's no, like really prominent? The or? reason that was I put that on straight away as soon as I did the vocal even, even on the rough demo because basically I was singing which is what I often do, I was singing nonsense into a microphone. I didn't have any lyrics and I was mumbling. It was very like it was very unconvincing mm. and without conviction. So I was like, oh God, I just need to just tidy this up. So I just whacked a vocoder on it so you couldn't really hear what I was singing. And it sounded quite cool. It really worked with the tone of the song. Mm. It kind of it added a nice edge. So I left it on. Now no one can understand what I'm singing, which is one of the unfortunate byproducts. So I want to put the lyrics on a big screen. Live, right. Hopefully. That's like a goal of ours. A goal to have it yeah, on a big yeah, screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe as a piece of art or... Just as a live visuals. Yeah, fine. Yeah. It is a piece of art, I suppose. A gig. But you could sell it as a poster. I'm just thinking of merch. I'm just thinking of ways you can make money from it. That's a great idea. It's not right? a bad idea Let's at all. Let's get you on board with that. Yeah. Welcome. Um, Welcome to the team. Thanks. Well, if I joined the team, yeah. would I be able to play one of the aliens? Absolutely. Was that a one-off it, thing? Th- was it was a one-off thing, yeah. For our live show, I'm just talking to the listeners. Yeah, here. that's a good point. We should <laughs> for the live show, we had some aliens on stage with us in green they were green aliens, green aliens they were kind yeah. of dancing with us mm. and just walking around not for the whole gig but then they came into the audience and sort of danced around a bit and then they were yeah. selling merch at the end yeah it was a good laugh yeah we hired them it'd be great to have that more or like if people turn up in their own alien outfits like maybe they can dance around I, I wanted to ask you actually about your audience as it were i feel like you have quite a cool audience and you therefore they or cool, cool, oh. and they therefore they seem to sort of stand at the back and shoegaze a bit. Does that? When you say cool, what do you mean by that? Like hipsters, like people hipsters. like me. But yeah, right. when I went there, there seemed to be a lot of sort of cool that might hipstery just, geek. That, it could have been just where we were. It's but a Londony sort of. One thing I can say about our audience is that they are extremely varied. It's a real mixed bag. Okay, and I remember not this London show we just did, but the one before. I was standing just off to the side, kind of watching people leaving, and it was such a such a strange mix of people, and it really delighted me. I was so happy that all these people who I don't know seemed to have nothing to do with each other all had something to do with each other, or had like a common interest, which was us. <laughs> yeah, well, it, nice. it must have just been the hackney aspect of the last one. Maybe uh, yeah, where it was like a lot of hipsters, and they were all sort of maybe because stood quite far back, and I was like, come on, this. Do you know what I mean? Maybe because we'd gone a bit more electronic, all the hipsters came out. Maybe. What made you decide to bring that element into your music? Because I really love that and find it really interesting oh, for a band. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, think did you like, look at the hipster uh, money and go, there we go? <laughs> I think like, on, like my honest answer would just be really getting quite bored of playing the guitar. Mm. And, and just like, no, I'm not like, I still use the guitar, I still write on it sometimes, but just the whole sort of jangly, jangly chords thing, playing around these chords. I don't know. Just, yeah, frustration and, and wanting to push ourselves harder, challenge ourselves. I think there's an irony in it, which is that I think loads of people thought that as well. So now it's like, like the idea it. of indie, it's almost like 
guitars are like the opposite of indie now in some weird way. Like yeah. it's, it's could be a bit rebellious to play a guitar again. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's always going around in circles, isn't it? And also, the, like even just the word indie is I find disgusting. It now. doesn't, it really, is, yeah. it doesn't yeah. really explain what's yeah. going on. It hasn't really got a name. No, but I think but. that the fact of that word is part of the reason why, even the fact that we're disgusted with that word in a way might feed into the choices you make. Yeah, right. And it's, I don't know, I don't I know love, quite how to explain that, but but I I really love the way that you're using this kind of almost Germany, quite German sounding, you know, electronic sound to your stuff, especially like Fun Destruction is an absolute tune. Oh. I really love it. So congratulations, Thanks. I love that song so much. And what's what's the plan for you? I'm gonna stop grilling you on like musical stuff in it, but there's just lots of things I had to ask you that I wanted, like from a personal, yeah. almost like as a fan, that I wanted to know. Like I feel like you guys should be doing whatever you want to be doing and that's not to say that you're not but like what's the plan for you guys going forward have you have you got another album that you want to do I just feel like I think I said this to you when I interviewed you at Stan and Calling like why are you not doing like the big stage at Glastonbury at some point I know it's not necessarily something you can answer but do you feel like you should be further up the food chain of these kind of festivals and things as well or are you really happy oh, it would be nice yeah i of mean course. i think yeah there's always a goal to like be more bigger and more successful and stuff i think everyone has that like it's just natural and yes we will be next year i hope <laughs> just so to watch this space we're but, gonna we're doing new music we've got more stuff on the go and i think it just takes a while i think for some yeah. groups to like get to where you think they should be and sometimes they never do get where you think they should be i mean look at the pixies for instance like at the time mm. They weren't huge, I don't think, but they became huge many years later mm. and then they came and did all these big shows. And I mean, that's my impression of that band anyway, that right, they didn't yeah. really get the recognition they we think they deserved at the time. But it's like, it's strange because you guys get, rec- like your, all your albums get really well reviewed and stuff. Mm. And I just feel like you should be on everything all the time. But that's maybe that's because really nice. I just think that you're really thank good. You. Well, thanks. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I want to say I agree. I suppose, like, we are where we are. And I don't know if that's a reflection of what that is a reflection of. But it's it's very, very tough industry. That's all I can say. There's so much competition. And, you know, we're working extremely hard all the time. And I think, you know, you've got to work even harder than that. Maybe mm-hmm. we, we need a live percussionist or something like yeah. that to really, like... I was going to say that. Live percussion and also be live the missing thing. Things like having live visuals makes the show much more, like, exciting, I suppose, maybe for people. Maybe that kind of thing would, like, help us get on bigger slots. I don't know. But it's all, like, fun stuff as well. Like, having live visuals is really exciting sort of thing, mm. you know, and it's, like, more expression to what you do. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, things like that. I think having more freedom generally and, like... Like a live show that's always kind of developing is something that we aim towards so that it's always exciting for people to come and see. Well, for the... I'm talking to the listener here. We'll Hello, this. If you've not seen Teleman Live, A, you've got a chance to, and B, I can't recommend it enough. Cardiff, Cambridge, London, Bristol, Leicester, Manchester, the 22nd of April to the 27th of April. They are on tour. Please go and check them out. Their album, as all their albums are, is wonderful. Family of Aliens. It's been out since September. Go and get yourself a copy. Immerse yourself in it. It's really great. Can you just tell us quickly about the remix album? Oh, yeah. Mm. So I can over tell you a little the bit. Years, over the years and the albums that we've done, we've had remixes done by various people. And some of them have been really good. They've all been really interesting. There's um, loads of good people. We haven't decided like the final the final selection track listings. Yeah, you know, people like Boxed In and Ghost Culture, Mr. Dan, Drones Club, Mr. Dan. What does he call himself? Is Mr. Dan? Is that 
Mr. St- anyway, it's Dan Scary, Dan Scary, <laughs> Dan, Dan Carey, who produced not our last record, but the one before that. Yeah, I think also who's that person that went C A R Car. Right. She's, yeah. She came okay. on tour with us. She's doing one, and yeah, it's just a bunch of stuff. We're gonna release it. On cool. Do you know record. when it's out or not quite? Hopefully April, but that's not decided yet. I mean, we have nice to get one. it pressed and all that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah. So. Nice. We shall see. And again, I'm just going to mention them tour dates. 22nd of April, you're in Cardiff. 23rd in Cambridge. 24th in the brand new Earth. That's right. Yeah. Is that an all-seated venue? We're going to be... There's two venues, and we're going to be in the concert hall, so it's oh, not great. It's not the theatre bit. Oh, good. That's that's nice Did to you think it's weird to sit down and watch... Yeah, I did go and see Gaz Coombs at the Palladium, and it was actually really beautiful. That was seated, but, is it? Yeah, but right. he had to really, I suppose... Not that you wouldn't, but he had to really think about how he was going to do that. Yeah. And it's like, you have to go knowing that you're sat down. Whereas right, with right, Earth, right. I, like my mate went to see Good, the Bad and the Queen. And because it was a new venue, nobody knew it was all seated. And you're a bit like, mm. oh. It's about expectations, I suppose, isn't it? Well, yeah. you won't be sitting down at our gig. No, of course not. But it was a toss-up, wasn't it? Because one of them's slightly bigger capacity. So we went for the bigger capacity. Mm. And I think it's nicer for people to be able to have a bit of a dance if they want to. Yeah, I think so. So you're there on the 24th, 25th in Bristol, 26th in Leicester, and 27th in Manchester at the Gorilla. And your current single is Between the Rain. That, yeah. That's, yeah, yeah, soon. I don't know. Yeah, that's it, man. Yeah, cool. Well, you might gonna... be the first person playing this. Oh, great. I love that when that happens. Yeah. It's very rare for me to get a first play of something. It's like, yeah, I wish I had a fanfare for it. <laughs> but we're going to play it now. Thank you so much for coming in. I hope you've enjoyed it. And I will see you at the gig at Earth. I'm going to come along to that with my wife. Fantastic. Yeah, lovely. Uh, thanks so much, gentlemen. This is Between the Rain by Teleman. Joey Page's full show is live every Wednesday from 2 till 4pm. Now, I'm delighted to be joined by my first ever Icelandic guest, Whoa. Raquel from Dreamwife. How are you doing? Good. Have you just got here this morning? How long have you been on site? Five minutes. Five, literally five yeah. minutes. Wow. And straight You're into work. You're one of the first people I speak to. Lovely stuff. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure that's not true. You must have had to get your wristbands. Or did you not speak to her and just put your arm in? We have a tour manager. Yeah, exactly. Get them to do the dirty work. Okay, cool. Well, I mean, yeah. (laughs) So, Dream Wife started as a concept kind of art project, right? When you was at university. Sort of. Uh, We played our first show at the gallery at our university. uh, As like a kind of fake girl band and then it metamorphosized into an actual band. Uh, Well, not fake and definitely not girl band because we're not a pop group. But no, I know, but I'm saying, like, as in it was kind of like a parody of that kind of... Because you made a, a mockumentary, didn't you? Not really. It's a... Uh, <laughs> no, we didn't. That's on the internet. I know, it's everywhere <laughs> on the internet. It's um, There's a lot of different stories about how we are formed, but right, so set, it sort set of has the, the same origins. Set the record straight for us, then. Set the record straight. Basically, me and Bella, mm. um, the bassist, we were living together, and one night out with our flatmates, we were talking about how much we wanted to go to Canada. Mm. And we thought, how do we get to Canada? Why not make a band for the sole purpose of touring around Canada to visit our friends? I mean, like, to only yeah, yeah. go to different cities because our friends were living in different cities around Canada. And that just made logical sense. And then we needed another band member, so we, you know, drunkenly texted our friend Alice, who plays guitar, and she was down. And could you all play and, and do stuff before? Or did you, like, literally learn with the sole intention um, of getting to Canada? 
No, no, no. We had been in baths right, prior. Cool. Um, so it was a normal thing. But it was very spontaneous. And then the next day, I was doing performance art at university. Right. We were all studying in Brighton. Yeah, yeah. Doing different subjects at Art Uni. And I needed something for my, uh, my second year show. So I thought... This sounds like performance art. Make a band with the sole purpose of touring Canada. Right, okay. And my tutors loved it. So that's what we did. So we played our first show. And the whole show was about a band going to Canada. And nice. <laughs> we had like two songs. And then a few months later, uh, we had five songs. And then we toured around Canada. Now, do you know what? I did it it was almost hilarious. exactly the same thing. But did I didn't you? get a tour to Canada out of it. Because uh, I'm a stand-up comedian, right? Yeah. So, uh, I, it was the other way around. I was already doing stand-up and I was way behind on my uni work. So um, I was doing like creative industries. So I thought, right, well, what I can do is create this show mm. and market it and sell it as my own show. But I didn't actually have any, I only had about five minutes. So I got, am I only getting trouble for this? I got, no, I, uh, hear no, it. I got basically uh, a sketch group to bring loads of their material in and give it to me. And then I put that in my uni project. And I got two, one. <laughs> so I didn't really do anything. This is your own. final year project? Yeah, yeah. Wow. I mean, that's so pretty much the same thing, yeah. Yeah, but except I didn't get to go anywhere cool. I just stayed in Greenwich. But. Well, it is cool when sort of life um, gets involved in your work. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. often at uni you think that you're supposed to do this big thing that's outside of you when actually it's, it's just your flatmate mm. wanting to go to Canada. But it's great, though. Well, so we went around to Canada and it was incredible. We met yeah. so many people, like, slept on so many... Um, <laughs> Weird sofas. Funny sofas. And we went on a mega bus all around. Oh, my God. So we didn't have a tour bus. We, uh, just, we did a lot of public transportation. With all the kit? We, well, we didn't really have a kit. We just rocked <laughs> up with... We just plugged... We didn't even have amps because it was very uh, DIY. Also, we didn't have a visa to tour around Canada. So we... We're definitely being a little bit... Just delete this whole... <laughs> just delete it off the thing. Um, but it was great. We had the best time ever. And after that trip, um, we did make a small documentary as well. But after that trip, we just realized that that's what we want to do. We yeah. want to continue on working together and go visit friends all around the world. Great. Because that's how we make a band. Got any here in uh, Hertfordshire? Come to see today. Uh, we bumped to our friends Queen Z that were just oh, playing. Yeah, on Actually, I did speak to them before I spoke to them. Oh, you. there you go. Well, but okay. they're going on tour with us next fall. Oh, and nice. I think we've never been this excited about uh, a live mates. band. Well, we became friends because we've met them uh, yeah. actually just earlier this summer. And we had a connection. Right, yeah, yeah. And they're also just seeing them live is, is incredible. So it's so nice to bring like a proper live theatrical um, bands with us on tour. Yeah, it's nice. gonna be fun. And so the album is doing so well. You must be like so over the moon. Um, yeah. Have you found that that's started to make things a bit easier for you? Are you doing like some really incredible things that you didn't think would be coming your way so soon in your career? That's a big question. Yeah, I know. It was a long <laughs> question. As well. I didn't know what the end was gonna be at one point. Um, I think. I'm just incredibly grateful that we released something that is ours because mm. this uh, project could have gone in a totally different direction and I'm really proud to release something with a team that has our back, yeah. musically especially. Um, and I don't know, it's just everything that sort of comes with it. Like we pretty much have been on tour since it came out in January yeah. and we will continue on being on tour until the end of this year. Wow. And then I'm off to Bali. But yeah. it's just, it's such a great thing to be able to release something and go on tour and, and have such a great team knowing that, you know, 
they've all got your back and you're all pulling yeah. in the same direction. And, and people are doing it for the right reasons and they're doing it for the music. Yeah. So that's what I think is exciting about a team. But I mean, like, in two weeks we're going to Japan for the first time. Amazing. We've already been to Australia and we've been, we're going to second time to America in two months. So it's like, it's exciting that we get to, yeah, now, to tour I, the album. I'm sure you get probably get asked this a lot but because of your origin and from Iceland. Who is, who is the biggest uh, musical export from Iceland? Björk. <laughs> oh yeah, she's from Iceland. I mean, I was gonna say, you must be, but then you must be next, right? I mean, Sigurós. I'm saying these words Sigurós, Icelandically, yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Björk, Sigurós, yeah. of Monsters and Men. Um, yeah, there's been quite a lot of music acts. In Iceland, we have an incredible foundation in schools for music. There's actually a massive export in every field, metal, even in hip-hop. Rap right, is huge yeah, yeah. in Iceland. But it's because there's so much funding put into um, schools. So five-year-olds can study for free Great. instruments, and they're encouraged to. So I think every other kid learns an instrument. Well, we only get given a recorder, so I don't know why our music scene's so good, because we're allowed to play the recorder in well, you have, and that's it. You have the history. We do have a history. That's yeah. the exciting thing about England, is you have the punk history. You have yeah. so much incredible rock music yeah, yeah. that it becomes almost as normal as tea. <laughs> It's normal as tea. It's normal as tea. So it's been a thrill to have you on. Thank you yeah. so much. And I'm looking forward to seeing your set, but I need to let you go and get ready. Yeah. So thanks so much. <laughs> um, and good luck with everything. Come yeah. and see us in the studio Thank next time so in London. Yeah, of course. All right, cool. Cheers. The Joey Page Show, every Wednesday from 2 till 4 p.m. It's now time to welcome to the show. I'm like the most excited I've ever been. Uh, to welcome James from White Denim to the show. Just straight from the beginning, let's uh, let's boost you and uh, big up your ego. One of my favourite bands in the world, so I'm so happy to have you on the show. Thank you, man. So you was in Glasgow last night. How was that? That was great. It was a really great show. Um, yeah, it's the best of the tour for me so far. Was I'm it? Excited. Yeah. Well, like I do, I'm a stand-up comedian. I've been to Glasgow lots of times, and I always find it's a really good night down there. Uh, oh or yeah, up should yeah. I say in Glasgow? So I'm not surprised. So uh, you've been in England for a little while, right? Over a week. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, about ten days. And is, have you been up to any adventures? Is there anything like that you've noticed that's remarkably different? Because you've obviously had a little bit of time to actually be immersed in the in the country and the Great Britain as a whole. Um. You know, I've been taking it pretty easy. We've been we've been over quite a lot. Yeah. Um, and this tour, I've uh, I, I got a I got a little bit of a chest cold like early on. Um, so I've been I've been going to bed early and um, taking antibiotics and, and and really trying to be good for the shows. So no no adventures per se. Uh, today I'm going to go see a uh, giant dinosaur skeleton. Um, oh, in the uh, which, museum. Yeah, which I'm really excited about. Yeah. Nice. Um, so, oh, yeah, is that that'll, be, that'll be the first real adventure that I've had. Is that up in Glasgow? In the yeah, yeah, because yeah. we've got one in London as well. Oh, really? Yeah, so you could well, uh, you could to, start a collection there too. Well, yeah. there you go. I think it's uh, they might have moved it, but I think they've got like a big brontosaurus or something. Brontosaurus, cool, yeah, something like that. So check that. Yeah. out. Uh, I don't know about Glasgow. I've not got the encyclopedic knowledge of all I the think museums. It's, uh, I think it's a diplodocus. Right. Is that how you say it? Diplodocus. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> I think that's a that's a tomato tomato one. I think that's how you okay. say it in America. 
Cool. All yeah. right. Yeah. So let's have a chat. Uh, first of all, I want to start with the sort of double A side new single that you brought out, which is a nightmare for all radio DJs because you always have to say uh, "Shanalala" with a rhythm, which I've got none. So yeah, uh, it's, it's really impossible to say on air. So thanks for that. But also, yeah, I just wanted to talk about they. They sound. Oh, obviously they've got your sound that is like noticeably you, but also they feel different in some way like for example on Shanalala you're like kind of hushed for most of it and then uh, MY Money is just like an explosion of everything and I tried I tried to play that twice back to back on the show last week but they didn't let me because I just love it so much (laughs) so uh, I just wanted to know like what the process was coming into the into the new stuff that's obviously going to be on the album yeah you know this uh, this record side effects was um, it's a record that we've been making we've made a couple of records while this one was going. So right. um, it's basically like uh, two years in process. So, yeah, it was, it was pretty different. You know, Shanala Love has, has a drummer that was with us um, in 2016 who was a really heavy hitter. Mm. Um, it's just kind of a different feel. Um, and the New York Money track has the, the guy that's with us now. Mm-hmm. Um so you you know I mean we we always play to to the musicians that are in the room you know yeah, right um, so I, I think that could have something to do with it the uh, for for Chanel Allah, I was definitely like trying to channel some suicide kind of like <laughs> subdued yeah um, you know creepy creepy kind of groovy track um, New York money kind of. Like looking back on it, it's probably the closest thing to rapping that, that I've yeah. ever done on a, on a song. Uh, and but about yeah. that, have you, while you've been over here, have you been doing those tracks live? We have, and yeah. How have you found trying to learn the lyrics for MY Money? Because I'd imagine that's pretty tough going, right? It's, yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. And there's so much, uh, there's so much layering. We've got like a, a vocoder um, doubling that vocal, which kind of adds, adds a little bit of mystery and depth to that. To that, uh, to that thing, yeah. um, I, we've been kind of cheating with New York Money. We're just doing two verses, and then we're we're kind of segueing it into an old song called "Mess Your Hair Up." Right. Okay. Um, so I've I've saved myself the trouble and cut cut a third of the uh, cut a third of the yeah, cut it out. out. Okay. Yeah. Good. So when you've learned <laughs> it doing... properly, we'll notice it getting longer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, as it always does. I mean, I think the last gig we did was it was like two hours, two two hours, and and some change, like nonstop. Wow. So. Um, you know, it's like with nine records and and uh, just uh, that much material we're trying to get through. Um, yeah, it's crazy. Of course. There's still some people at the end of the show that are like, "Oh, you didn't play my favorite song." <laughs> yeah, you can't play But it's like, you know? yeah, I mean, give you guys a break. You've had so many really great albums, and it's like there was a period, obviously, where you went through some lineup changes and stuff, and it felt like, well, maybe uh, it was a bit of an uncertain time whether like. Not necessarily for you guys, but for from someone looking in that, oh, maybe they might not like not be around for, yeah, for long. And you, now it feels like you've kind of the last two albums certainly you've really sort of like honed a certain sort of corner of your sound. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I mean, it, it, to be honest, it, it was a pretty uncertain time for for all of us. I think um, you so, know the, the old the old group, especially the, the original drummer. You know, we we had a, a special thing, so it was. Yeah, it was it was kind of it was a little dodgy there, but you know the music has always been um, exciting for us to to make. You know, it was an exciting challenge. Um, yeah, 
Sure. And I, I feel like I feel like we succeeded. You know, it was. Um, I'm I'm still still swinging. You know. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, uh, so what's what is your in your mind? What's the secret to the level of creativity that you've got? Because it's absolutely astounding that you come up with like. Every record, there's something different. All the sort of um, all the riffs and all the lyrics are always so varied and different. So, like, how do you keep on finding this this creativity? Well, you, you know, I think for me, honestly, it's um, as I've gotten older, I've kind of um, I've kind of become a lot more open to to the musicians that that I'm working with. You okay. know, um, so I, I I just share um, if if I'm at a loss, I just just follow the the guy in the room that's uh yeah that's, that's kind of pushing it you know so um i i think that's that, that's it for me it's just kind of being open and, and trusting the people in the room even if i don't know them that well so um, like on that is is there kind of like an element almost of uh improvisation to your lyrics and stuff then or how do you how do you work so in that way the lyrics you know they kind of start um you know i i've i've, I've new york money was a tune that um that started with the lyric um shinalala i guess is kind of kind of similar um but you know it's all over the place man i mean yeah. i've tried uh I'll, I'll mumble on an instrumental track and kind of see if any any words emerge sometimes you know some yeah sometimes there's improvisation but there's i'm always kind of refining it and nice. and um you know like if, if i ever get into a to a real pinch i'll i'll randomly select a bunch of books off of the shelf at the studio and Oh, like cool. open random pages and throw some words on a chalkboard and see if anything comes out that way. Oh, um, so almost like a spider diagram, just kind of like exactly. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. You know, so if I'm if I'm not having a particularly inspired day, I'll I just you know I kind of have exercises that I use to 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 get things cooking. You know. Oh, cool. That's good to know. That's uh, I'm going to take some of that advice on board for my you own should, personal man. uses. You should. Um, now, uh, something else I want to ask, it's a real, like, you know, 101, Route 101 question here. So with the two singles that have come out, what can we expect from this new album? Sorry to sound so cheesy, like a proper old school radio yeah. DJ, but I'm, like, hearing those two singles, I'm so excited about this album coming out. So what can you tell us about it? You know, it's uh, the, the record is kind of all over the place, you know. This, it, it came together over the course of a couple of years, so um, it's just kind of like... Uh, I'll I'll match you with this word here, um, corniness, like uh, it's a snapshots, you know. Yeah. Um, so there's there's a bunch of different styles approached. Um, it's definitely got more of a punk spirit than uh, anything we've done in in a couple of records. Nice. To me, it, it it reminds me more of like uh, where we were at with with Fitz, you know. Yeah, um, cool. You I know, love that record. Not, so. not really too concerned about how cohesive the thing is as it's being made, um, but just kind of trying to make every every moment on the record special. Yeah. And in the end, hoping that it all works together. And, and I, I think we've done. I think we've done it. You know, it's cool. That's great. Well, that's made me even more excited about it because that's cool. probably the best possible thing you could have said Fitz is one of my favorites not to do down any of your other work but I'm like yeah oh, that's no, cool man. so that's um, a couple of other things before I let you go because I know you're itching to go and have a look at the dinosaur bones mm-hmm. <laughs> can you tell me because I noticed on the artwork that's on the press release for this album and then also the last album the creepy clown guy's back yeah 
So yeah. who is, what's the what's the deal with the creepy clown? You know that is a character. I've 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 always kind of had. Uh, uh, let me. How do I, how do I phrase this without sounding like a total weirdo? Um, <laughs> uh, fuck it. Uh, I, I've always kind of had a thing for clowns. Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> like uh, I've uh, like when I when I when I got my house, I had a housewarming party, and Steve, I guess, let every everybody know that that I liked clowns. So they all brought these like thrift store clown paintings. Um, that are really creepy. So in the studio, I had a the vocal booth. It's just all these weird portraits of clowns. So you know, I've always kind of been fascinated with uh, w- with the idea of you know just putting on a face to uh, to entertain or or, or whatever. You yeah, know, right. I, don't, I, don't, I don't I don't really do it so overtly in my own in my own work, but um, I definitely feel like a clown sometimes yeah. doing my thing. Right? And, yeah, um, I know what you mean. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So yeah, it's a, it's a it's a complex kind of. Um, interesting, you know, uh, occupation. <laughs> yeah, of course. So, uh, um, so, does he have? Has he got like? Is it almost like a little alter ego? Has he got a name, or is it just, you know? Yeah, no, no name. You know, and it was a happy coincidence. The artist that we've been working with also kind of shares this affinity for clowns. Okay. Um, so we were looking through a few things, and and I was like, oh yeah, it's got to be, it's got to be this decapitated clown head thing. So do do, do something nah. with that. Um, now, yeah, yeah. I don't know if this is your cup of tea, but a clown that springs to mind for me, I'm like a big wrestling nerd. Yeah. And there's a cool. guy, Doink the Clown. Have you ever seen him? I, I feel like, yeah, Doink. Yeah, definitely. If you definitely. like, if you check out some of his like weird, like, you know, when they do like promos that they're going to like kick each other's heads in. He kind of yeah. goes from like a happy to a really weird, sinister guy really quickly. So maybe that'll be something you can YouTube when you're bored on the bus. I will. I will do that as soon as we get off here. That's how <laughs> Right up my alley. Listen, uh, thanks so much for coming on and giving us uh, so much time. It's been really fun Absolutely. talking to you. Absolutely, thanks for having me. Joey Page's full show is live every Wednesday from 2 till 4pm. Now, it's time for me to welcome into the studio my first guest of the afternoon. And I genuinely love their album that's just come out and I'm very excited to have them in the studio. They've come all the way from the glittering backdrop of Bradford it's Fling welcome gentlemen hi how you doing uh, so let's just get a little let's get a little reading on everyone uh, Charles say hello you alright great uh, Bill hello Jake hi Jack easy Sam hey up there we go uh, they're all in here and it's like a brilliant beautiful fashion parade as well I feel distinctly <laughs> underdressed today and that doesn't normally happen to me but I really I didn't think about it at all this morning and now I wish I had so, I, I yeah. was trying to go a bit smart because I've been dressing like a scruff for about the last two years so oh, right. I found, well, this, found like... this blazer in my house and I thought oh, you look I'm going to fucking wear that yeah, it's, yeah. It's, the, it's the shirt mainly that has done it for me it's almost mm. like a see through yeah, isn't it it's not even yeah, but we all share clothes, don't we? Yeah. Let's be honest. Um, me and uh, me and my wife have a similar arrangement. We've got like a Venn diagram section of our wardrobe, and that middle bit is, <laughs> yeah. is up for grabs yeah. for either yeah, yeah. side. Yeah, I've the got, androgynous I've middle got my section. Trousers on. There we go. It's, it's, it's been brown. Like, where is me, mum? It's like a Venn diagram, but there's about seven of us involved. Who's got the most of the band's clothes on? Like, has someone got like one bit of someone's and another bit of someone else's? I'd say I've got the most clothes. <laughs> I've got so Yeah, many I'm always clothes. boring clothes of Charles. Yeah, I, Sam's always boring clothes. Yeah, yeah, I think that's me, actually. I think it's me who generally yeah, got yeah, a, yeah, yeah, he's just a bit yeah, of everyone's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you can always guarantee Sam will turn up to a gig and he'll always bring one of two items, a pink sparkly jacket yeah. and a blazer. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I bought this big pink sparkly jacket. <laughs> <laughs> and it's Kim Kardashian's Oh, yeah, it's Kim Kardashian's 
I'm sorry that we haven't got a Kim Kardashian mug for you in here. Yeah, yeah, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Remember next time. So, tell us a little bit about... Well, first of all, let me give you a compliment. We'll start with a compliment and then uh, you can tell me a bit about the album. It's always good to have a compliment. Um, I think that your album is brilliant and I am really, really in love with it. It's got so many little surprises and things on it. Yeah. I really love That's Nice and Extra Special and Girl, some of my favourites, uh, Revolution as well. So tell Thank us you. about how it came to be. Well, they all kind of came at different times, like, you know, um, what, like, specifically which songs are. Well, just in general, like, the process of putting the album together. So kind of beautiful. Yeah, we made it We made it all in Billy's basement. Oh. Um, kind of, like, you know, we, we just used to do recordings and you know, most of our songs start on, like, acoustic guitar. Yeah. Then we'll, like, lay down a track and then put, like, all the nice twinkly bits on top of it and stuff. So. And Yeah, we kind of basically went into, when we recorded the album, we already had all the we already had all recorded demos. through, like, a, a sling of demos. So yeah. we're just like referencing the demos for the proper record, really. And if, you know, sometimes if it kind of strayed away from the demo a little bit too much, yeah, we kind of pull brought it back. it back a little bit. Yeah, to the demo. Yeah. A, lot yeah, of, really a lot of those aesthetic. songs are like really old as well, though. So right. So in between, from doing that, we've made like a load of new songs yeah, that we great. just want to get out there now. So could have done a double has anyone ever done a debut double album a debut double album <laughs> double drop good, yeah, yeah. give us the money we'll do it how about that <laughs> yeah. well, if, if, if I get some money then maybe I'll let you know where I've got it from but, uh, the album is called Fling or Die yeah, right which yeah. is a statement of intent and one thing that I've noticed just from meeting you in here this afternoon is that you feel like a proper band do you know what I mean yeah, like yeah, you yeah. you're in it you've got booze uh, and coffee <laughs> and you've got looks and you've got attitude and it's brilliant and that's something that more often than not is really missing from bands so yeah, um, thank you very much. I, I don't know if that's sort of a knowing thing or whether you're just like five mates having a right good laugh but it comes across yeah, really, really yeah, well yeah. I think really when you, when you put it into perspective you know put five friends in a van in close proximity with each other and say you're getting to go down to London you don't have to it's not coming out of your own pocket and you get beers what is not to like yeah. you know, it's not really hard to go I'm having a good time you don't have to pretend to <laughs> we're do each that other's yeah, friends. You know we're, I mean? we're each other's friends <laughs> today but that's it. we're not brilliant. each other's friends every day <laughs> <laughs> but that, you know it's brilliant because uh, a lot of bands and not to say that you're not I think you've got it right on the money it sounds like I'm doing you a disservice but like a lot of bands take it too seriously. It's in the name. We're doing this because this is who we are and like that's what we want to do. And it's like, what else are we going to do as a group of friends? Do you know, mm. you could go out and just do average every We day tried bowling, you, didn't you work. Could, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, you could have done what my group of friends done, which was uh, all go to university and get jobs and then I didn't end up being in a band, which I now really resent. Uh-huh. Yeah. I blame them, though. It's not yeah. my fault. I, I always blame someone else yeah, if yeah. possible. So... It's kind of like got a nice psychedelic feel to the album. Yeah. Uh, it's one of the things that I enjoy about it the most. And the, yeah. and the opening track is a tale of a, of a refugee, but an extraterrestrial refugee, which again, is a real big statement of intent. Mm. So, uh, that one through. purposely... Uh, uh, yeah, it uh, was. A thing on... It, it, it definitely won't. Maybe, maybe it wasn't for you. A purpose. He, he has a different. He has yeah, a different he tale. Of this. He says Reference this song's about a little green blow-up alien that was in his bedroom. I say this song no, is about. That's not what the story was. No, basically, no. That's not. That's not what the story was. Come on, Charles. Let's set the record straight. When, when, when I was when I was a, a kid, right? I had a birthday party. Yeah. In, in, Where? In, 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 my, in my basement right. at my house, right? I There's had, a lot of basements going on here. I, I, had a, I had a birthday party, right? <laughs> and my, and my mum dressed this, uh, this, you know, those punching bags that like stand up and yeah. like, punch it. She put an alien mask on it and like a 
uh, like a robe round it and you know those Halloween hands that crawl across the floor and yeah. move like that From she, she stuck one of them in it right. like that and it was kind of had its hand right. moving good old and, and how old sat, were you? Sat, like primary school right. sat everybody down on the on the, on the, uh, on the floor and said oh this is an alien that landed in our in, in our back garden and everybody believed it and I, it, wasn't, it wasn't about that yeah. the song wasn't about that but maybe it was like That's in the subconscious, subconscious. That was, that was it definitely wasn't it definitely wasn't these parallels to what's actually going on in the country to fucking refugees it definitely wasn't like a political thing but it was written let's go Go back a little, uh, a couple of steps anyway. though, right? Even so, right? To do, to have that be the subject of the first song yeah. on the album, yeah. it's quite a ballsy move, right? So yeah. who, how did you decide? Yeah, we want to start with that song. We used to play that song first in our set when we right. first started. I think just like simple as that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. It's just the first one we played. Welcome, yeah, welcome. It's warm and it? it's like an embrace. Well. Yeah, it is. It's great. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It really kind of goes right. This is what we're about, and you're like cool, and it like it's created its own world, which I think all the best albums they put you in mm. in a little world that the album has been created yeah. in. Yeah. And do you kind of go with that song that you picked Yeah, people find something. Yeah, of course. They're not necessarily about... Yeah, everybody picks something different. No song specifically means, you know, anything's... And we have a music video coming out in a couple of weeks. That was shot in Bradford. And we dress songs about Bradford. Don't give too much away about it, though. It definitely features a little green man, though. There's a little green man in there. Yeah. We want it to be a surprise for y'all. It's going to be amazing. Dress up my little brother and a little lady. Tara Bradford, nice. isn't it? And I want to talk about Bradford a little bit in terms of, to my mind, correct me if I'm wrong, and I normally am, so I look forward to this. <laughs> not a lot of bands coming out of Bradford. Television. It's a ghost town, isn't it? It's not a lot going on. Oh, no. But so what's, what is it <laughs> like starting out as a band? Like, do you find that's helped you or hindered you? I, I think it? we would have sounded the same wherever we were from. But, you but in, in essence of, uh, um, I think you know, was... Leeds is saturated with bands and mm. all things, but very good bands. But because we are from Bradford, I think it, it kind of singles us out yeah. because we have like an open playing field. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's yeah, no totally, one competing yeah. with us. And really. People don't expect that's what's yeah. that's yeah. out of Bradford like a, to have fast sound. The thing that fueled us at the start, wasn't it? Yeah. That, that we were like the only ones, and like, yeah. you know. The instant neg- negativity also like instantly. It's like, like an oh, intrigue, you know Bradford, what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. from Bradford, and everybody thinks yeah, about yeah. all the shit yeah. they've heard from uh, Bradford. In Bradford. I think, no, in a way, my, it's uh, My uncle's from Bradford, so... Hey. I'm, hey. Sure, I'm sure he's a top guy. Yeah. Jed? Of course it's called Jed, he's from Bradford. I know, I know, I know, I know <laughs> two Bradford. Jeds from Bradford as well. <laughs> you don't get them anywhere else. No. <laughs> cool, well, yeah, I can't... I, I literally can't sing the praises of this album enough. I really love it, and I'm so pleased that you guys are... Conducting yourselves in the Thanks way that so. you are. Um, Thank you for now having you're all on the beers Thank today. You. Is this because you've travelled down for your gig tonight, or is this a hangover from yesterday? No, no, no. It's just uh, just just down good in crack in it. Because yeah. you've got you've got a show tonight. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Just a few beers, loosen you up. Any any old excuse, really. Yeah, great. And so tell us a bit about the live dynamic, because unfortunately I've not managed to see you live yet. Is it? It seems like. Just from chatting to you, that it's pretty wild and loose. Yeah, it's that pretty. It's Charlie's pretty wild. the ultimate yeah. showman. Yeah. It really is. We, uh, we we put a lot into our live shows. I right. do definitely with costumes and you know theatrical yeah. sort of vibe. You know, I'm really just in love with this album. So congratulations! It's called Fling or Die. It came out on the 22nd of February, which means it's out now. Which means you can go and buy it. And also, if you're in London, you can go and see the guys 
tonight at Oslo in Hackney. <laughs> and we're going to play Revolution. Is there anything you want to say about that before we play it? Revolution and noise. Yeah. It's going to happen. Let it play what let it needs to say. All right, here we go. Uh, thanks a lot, guys. It's been a lot of fun having you in. Yeah, you too, Cheers. man. Cheers. Have a great show Cheers. tonight. See you later. The Joey Page Show, every Wednesday from 2 till 4 p.m. Well, I hope you enjoyed that little mixed bag of interviews taken from my Fubar radio show. If you'd like to listen to the full show, which includes features and all the songs from all the artists that you've heard in these interviews and many, many more, then tune in every Wednesday from 2 till 4 live or go to foobarradio.com for the podcast. You've been listening to a Fubar Radio podcast. For more information, go to foobarradio.com.